You are listening to the podcast series for Mission to Amish People. Mission to Amish People is a Christian ministry with a threefold purpose of evangelizing and discipling Amish and former Amish, helping Amish people who leave their communities by helping them transition into the English world, and by presenting the ministry to churches nationwide. You can find out more about Mission to Amish People by going to their website at www.mapministry.org. This podcast is titled Shunned with Christ by Emmanuel Esch and is part one of four. I want to greet everyone in Jesus' name. Also, agree with Aaron to give a hearty welcome. Enjoyed that. <clears throat> the title of the message on my heart this morning could be said several different ways. Looking at uh, one of them could be shunned with Christ. Another one could be scriptural shunning and scripturally shunned with Christ. You could there's two things we'll look at basically. This comes from one of the burdens on my heart over the number of years as I converse or talk with different people who are caught in a religious system. They grow up there and and the, uh, the cost of coming to Christ many times means to be shunned by their uh, church friends, their family, their and so forth. And many times this shunning or the ban is a is a large obstacle that needs to be overcome in order to come to Christ. And so we see that that which God has put into place in the church as a means of purifying and keeping the church itself clean which simply is putting out those that are evil, those who are in sin, which is we are to shun them and put them aside. We're to put them out. Satan has used that very same thing to keep people in darkness, keep them in bondage. I thought that my setting was unique as we came out of a religious system also. But as I've traveled and watched and studied and thought in years past, I realized that it's basically the same all across the world. Whenever, or whatever religious society you grow up in, in order for you to come to Christ, you must at least forsake that society in your heart before you can come to Christ. And the fear of the what is called the ban, or in German it's called der Bahn, or der Ausschluss, or something like that. And the fear of that in the hearts of people, it grips them, and it holds them, and it keeps them, unless they're willing to step outside of that safety circle and have that ban pronounced on their lives. That's a fearful thing to many people. The Bible says, 
It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. But we tend to grow up thinking it's a fearful thing to be put in a band. And it's that way across the world, pretty much. We tend to think it's a fearful thing to fall into the, to be put into the band. And what that simply means is excommunication from the religious circles, from the church you might be in. It means that you are put outside the camp. You are separated from the church. You're excluded from the privileges that the members have. That's what that means. And it's a scriptural thing to shun evil and so forth, but I want to encourage every one of us also that it's not a fearful thing to, to be in their bond or the band. That's not a fearful thing, as we'll see later on. I'd like to just... Uh, lay a little foundation for this teaching, if I could, and then we'll go on to follow through with it. I also want to say that the, the shunning, or to be shunned, or to be in the ban, can be a great blessing. You don't have to be afraid to be in the ban. It can be a great blessing. And it is a great blessing. <coughs> I looked at a word, I looked at the word shun in the concordance, and the word is parastemiae, and it simply means, and there's several meanings here, the one is to place around, another one is to stand around, but I think what it means here is the next one, which means to turn oneself about for the purpose of avoiding something. It means to turn, if I'm going in one direction and there's something ahead of me that I want to avoid, it means to turn myself about for the purpose of avoiding that thing and going the other direction. I'm going to shun that thing and I'm going to pass by it. I'm going to avoid it. And that's what it means. And, and that's a good word for us. In uh, We are to shun evil. We're to shun evil communications. We're to shun sin with all that we have. We are to shun those things. That's good and right. And even and we as brothers and sisters in the church, the church needs to shun evil. The church needs to shun those who are living in sin. That's good and right. But let's look at the foundation for this in the beginning here. In the Garden of Eden, I think of what God placed Adam and Eve. He placed Adam and Eve in the Garden. But when Adam and Eve sinned, God did what? He cut them off. He shunned them. God could not have sin in his presence, in his company, so he had to cut them off. He cut them off and he shunned them. And that word cut off is what is used in the Old Testament for taking someone who is in the congregation and setting them aside from the camp, outside of the camp, to cut them off. And there's many reasons for cutting someone off in the Old Testament. You could be cut off if you weren't circumcised in the Old Testament. And so, as we look at some of these, we begin to understand why some of these things were so very important to the Jews in Jesus' day. In the days of Paul, one of the major issues that came up in Paul's day was circumcision. 
Why? The Old Testament very clearly spelled it out that if a man is not circumcised, he is to be cut off from his people. And therefore, when the Jews began to come to Christ, and the Gentiles began to, began to come to Christ, the Jews said, they must be circumcised or we have to cut them off. We have to shun them. We have to excommunicate them. That was one thing. Other things, in going through the law, Exodus and Leviticus, there's numerous things there, reasons for cutting people off. And this is the foundation that we have, that is laid in the Bible. It's the foundation that was the strength of the Jews in Jesus' day, and that's why they cut him off. Because Jesus didn't keep all of their rules and laws. Well, you could be cut off for eating leavened bread during the days of unleavened bread. If in those seven days that go before Passover, I think it was, that there were seven days of unleavened bread where you were not allowed to eat any leavened bread. If you ate leavened bread during those days, you were to be cut off. You were to be set aside. You were supposed to be shunned. You were supposed to be put without the camp. Other reason for being cut off was if you would make the holy anointing oil that was given to Moses to make and and you were to make that, and to use that, you were, you were to be cut off. For defiling the Sabbath day, you were to be cut off. We have the example in uh, Exodus there of a man who went out on the Sabbath day and he gathered sticks. And it was the first time that they had faced that since the giving of the law, and so what they did, they took the man, they put him in hole until they went, until they sought God and asked God, what should we do with this man who, who gathered sticks on the Sabbath day? And they didn't just cut him off, they stoned him. All right? I think they stoned him. And so there's different, there's, there's about three distinct uh, levels of cutting off or shunning. The one would be simply to excommunicate someone from the privileges within the camp or the circle. The other one would be to cut them off and put them without. And the third one goes on to kill them. That was the law that God gave his people. Another reason for, for cutting someone off was because they would eat, if they would be defiled when they come before the Lord and eat of the peace offering. They were supposed to be pure and holy when they came before the Lord. Another one was eating, of, eating or drinking blood. If any man among the Jews would eat or drink blood, that was reason to cut him off and to set him aside. He could not be a part of the congregation in that sense, in that way. Offering sacrifices anywhere else but at the door of the tabernacle. Cut him off. Anyone who would be in witchcraft, they were to cut him off. They were to separate themselves from that person. And in Leviticus 17 verse 10, God says, I will cut him off. Anyone who would come to the, would offer a sacrifice anywhere else except at the door of the tabernacle, God told Moses that the, that the, that the congregation was to cut that man off, but God also said, if any man does that, I will cut him off. And so we have the principle of that which God says we're to cut off. And if we cut that person off, then God also honors that and he cuts him off. Which is a fearful thing. To, to, to be cut off that way is a fearful thing. Immorality. Any kind of immorality. That soul should be cut off. Another one was Numbers 15, verse 30. The soul that despises the word of God shall be cut off. Shall be excommunicated. Shall be put out. 
This is a very clear teaching in the Old Testament. And we can picture the Jewish young boy or girl growing up in that setting where the law was read maybe every morning and in the synagogue the law was read and they grew up hearing these words and they, they, they were in, inside this system and it was a fearful thing to be outside this system. They looked at the Gentiles outside there and the Gentiles were cut off. They were not a part of that religious system there. And so the Jewish boy would grow up in that and he would learn to do the things to be accepted and to, in order to not be cut off, he would learn to do certain things at certain times, certain ways. And that's how many of us have been. Many of us grew up that way. We, I grew up, you know, inside the system and I saw one day, I saw, I found out that this, such and such a man was shunned. He was cut off. And I thought that was an awful thing to be cut off. And I remember I asked my dad, I said, what if a person dies who was cut off? What if a person dies who was shunned? What if, it, what if this person who was put into the ban were to die in that state? That was a fearful thing for me, to think of anyone being cut off from the church, being in the ban. He can't go to heaven, is what I thought. And so, I grew up that way. I grew up fearing that thing. And it did kind of help to keep me straight in a lot of ways. Although I deserved to be cut off, without a doubt, because of my sin. I think of the... Uh, Muslims, likewise. I was just reading a paper this week it explained how that the Muslims, they teach their young children and they teach them and they, they get them to memorize specific verses out of the Quran and those verses have to do with forsaking Islam. And it basically says that if anyone would ever forsake Islam, that we are to cut him off, we are to kill him. And that's the teaching that Islam puts out into their children. I mean, I have seen them in the evening well, after dark, an imam, he will take, a teacher, he will take 30 or 40 or 50 children in a circle around him and he'll get them to recite verse after verse after verse. And they do this many, many times in their lives. And so when they grow up, they have this mentality. Anyone who forsakes Islam should be cut off, should be put to death. And therefore, when they come face to face with Jesus Christ, and they realize that to accept Christ will mean to be cut off from their people. The cost of following Christ is very high. And many of them lose their lives for Christ's sake. They are shunned for Christ. And when they find salvation, that's what happens. They, they lose their standing with the people. They are cut off. They're excommunicated. Some of them are killed. Some, are, some they try to kill. And they, they do their very best to bring him back into the system. And just about every system that I know of does the same thing. Where I came from did the same thing. They tried their best to get us to come back into the system. But I've come to realize that no man can come to Christ through the system. No man can. Thank you for listening to this podcast series. 
Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.mapministry.org or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again and have a blessed day.